Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello there and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today's episode 577, and I titled this today, What is Your Voice? You know, there was a book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, that was written many years ago, and it was one of the most influential business books of the 20th century, easily on a par with um, Think and Grow Rich or any of the other venerated books that talk about how to create business and how to get what you want. It was written by Stephen Covey, and he was a master at um, organizational development and motivation and so forth. Anyway, Seven Habits was long, and still is, I saw just the other day, the 25th anniversary edition, and that was still some years ago, and it's still one of the most highly regarded books on uh, how to get stuff done, how to change who you're being, how to focus on what's important, and just what the title says, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We're here to talk about how to create your ultimate life, and being effective at it is important. So this isn't an advertisement for anything, except I love that book, and you should read it. The thing I want to talk about today in terms of creating your life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts is about your voice. This comes on the heels of yesterday's episode with Orville Ray, who is a client or was a client for quite some time, and he's a very accomplished worldwide speaker and does all kinds of stuff that's really coolly trained speakers, and I really have enjoyed knowing him, and I was glad to have him on the, on the show and he talked about service and told some interesting stories. It made me think about the, the structure of voice. Because after Seven Habits was written, later uh, a book came out. I think it was written by Stephen Covey's son called uh, The Eighth Habit. And The Eighth Habit was about finding your voice. Now, voice obviously isn't the, the larynx, the voice box, you know, the the sound that comes out of your mouth when you speak or sing, although that is your voice, but your voice is much broader than that, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Your voice is the collection of communications you make that are consistent, coherent, and stand for something. So a person that has a strong voice you may know, for example, someone that whenever they talk, they're going to include some thoughts about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Something about their life experience really focuses on the failings in our society, especially here in the Western world that have been highlighted in the last few years about endemic racism, the new terms of BIPOC, black indigenous people of color have come to fore. DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion is exploding as a business element. I have a client who is a professor at a very, very noted university who's launching a business that, that moves into that space and so forth. So you might know someone, as I do, 
who every time they talk, they're going to have a thought, a feeling, a voice that includes diversity, equity, and inclusion. There may be someone who has a voice that is very strongly for some kind of illness, someone who has a family member or a long history of some particular type of cancer, and you know that many of their communications, their actions and activities are in support of the foundations, the organizations that do research and care for those kind of folks. I had the opportunity yesterday to do a podcast, or no, not podcast, to do a lunch club meeting with a woman who had a very noted career in uh, in systems, IT, and also then another one in leadership development, and now is a powerful advocate for senior care and seniors' rights and talked about how abysmal that care is in the U.S. And that was her voice. That is her current voice. And now I expect and know that when she thinks and talks, that's how she's going to view things. And it might be right top of mind. She spent three years as a cancer buddy with someone just who's gone now but just went through three years of treatment and 70-something chemo treatments. Your voice is important because often it is related to this divine gifts and talents stuff we talk about. And I also had the opportunity yesterday to be on a podcast that was done by a guy who lives in Jackson Hole who was doing this podcast in support of wildland firefighters. And he was talking about two things. One, how mental illness, depression, anxiety, and that sort of thing is very common, rampant, among that group, probably because of high pressure in the job and also because, you know, often it is our upbringing and early experience that drives us to certain careers. And they tend to be loners, a little bit outcasts. There's a machismo element in some of it. The confluence uh, of all those things uh, drives that truth, that there's a high incidence of depression and other struggles. There's also a really high incidence of nobody talking, it being untreated and undiagnosed, unshared, un, 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 because why? Because that kind of ethos also lends itself to, I'm supposed to handle it myself, private, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that really resonated with me because I lived that for decades, literally decades, 40 years Uh, is the best I can tell. From about age 13 to 52, I didn't talk to anyone and I struggled with deep depression. A constant knowledge I wasn't good enough. A constant need to prove myself. A constant raft of self-sabotage. Up and down, up and down, exploding things, creating massive success and blowing it up. So I knew that and it resonated strongly with me. The reason I'm talking about it here today is because this guy's mission was to help that crowd to make it okay to talk about, to offer them support and encouragement, to make them know they weren't alone, and to do something about that. Well, anybody can say, yeah, we need to raise awareness about any number of things, right? Anything from MS to breast cancer to depression among wildland firefighters. Okay. The key is doing something, doing something. And in that podcast, I got the chance to talk to him about this business of having a voice and how it ties to your divine gifts and talents. Here's my experience teaches me this. If you want to find your gifts and talents, 
if you want to find them so you can maximize them and live into them, exploring the yearnings you have about your voice or the stance or things you want to stand for is a good clue. A while ago, I did four episodes talking about, you you know, four things you could do. One, focus on others. Um, two is, you know, look at the things you're naturally good at. Ask people, find out what you think and others think you're naturally good at. Three, look at your adversity and struggle, how it has shaped and refined you. And four, ask the divine, ask your creator. Those were four ways to think about finding your voice. And today I want to emphasize those and another one, which is what things pull at your heart. Like often that's tied to your own struggles and the things that have, you know, beat you over the head in your life and you've overcome. But feel the things that you have passion for, the things that you go to bat for, that you want to stand up and talk about. Those are clues to what your service opportunities are. And someone might think, well, I love animals. I can't make a living talking about taking care of animals. Uh, Yes, you can. Someone who is passionate about shelters. I know this because my wife does this. Passionate about shelters, passionate about rescue animals, makes things for different animals, makes information available, sponsors different things, can make money, can make a living, and can make a huge difference. And so often people say, well, yeah, I can't do my passion because I can't figure out how to pay bills. Nonsense. That's just nonsense. Anything that you do that is truly in service of others, that truly lifts and bless their, blesses their hearts, you can get paid for. So the idea that you can't do that is because you haven't looked and you don't want to bad enough. And you can be mad at me for saying that. What I would challenge you to do is get a hold of me and let's have a conversation because I guarantee you we can figure out how to monetize and make that real for you if you want to. But you have to do the work. It doesn't just fall in your lap. I don't know anybody that just thinks about their passion and then somebody pours money on them. That doesn't happen that way. But you can have a mission and use it in the service of others, find and fulfill your divine gifts, and make a good living at the same time if you want to. So after you find out, figure out, think about, decide what you believe your mission is, at least now at this time, Then there's this issue of developing your voice. So you might have a passion, something that really is important to you among all the things that could be important, but you don't know how to make noise. You don't know how to speak up. You don't know how to be noticed, be present, be focused, be available, and do something with that passion. So this is where developing your voice comes in. We're fortunate to live in the time that we do with the internet reaching everywhere and the tools we have for video and podcasting like this and any and everything you can make, self-publishing. So the ability to reach everybody in the world is now greater than it's ever been. Like even just one platform, Facebook, for example, has almost 2 billion people, I think. And that's a quarter of the world's population. So the idea that you can't reach the right people is just not true. You can reach everybody, nearly, in some way and fashion, and at least 10 or 100 or 1,000 times more than you could have reached 20 years ago. So that is a real positive blessing. And then there's the issue of developing your voice. So how do you want to make noise? How do you want to serve with your mission, your gifts, your talents? How do you want to do that? 
Do you want to stand on a street corner wearing a sandwich board advertising something? Do you want to be a street preacher on a soapbox talking about doomsday? Do you want to write a book and then publish it so that with the reach of Amazon, you can reach everybody in the world? Do you want to create some videos that instruct people about how to do, learn, or understand a certain difficult thing? Do you want to offer opportunities to help people get over their fears and to learn some particular skill that you have? I've done, like I said before, I'm doing like four podcasts a week on other people's shows, and I'm only doing that for one reason. I'm doing it because I have committed to help, at a minimum, 10 million people discover, develop, and manifest their gifts, which is what we're talking about today. And that opportunity that I'm creating, and I'm creating it because I have somebody just rummaging around, joining groups on Facebook and LinkedIn, finding out who's doing podcasts, what the topics are, reaching out to them, seeing if they're looking for guests, telling a little bit about my story, seeing if I'm a good fit. All of that is what? It's spreading the message, and it's also developing my voice. So number two is find your mission, or number one is find your mission. Two is develop your voice. Developing your voice uh, involves deciding how you want to use it. Do you want to speak in communities? Do you want to write? Do you want to make videos? Do you want to quietly serve your neighbors one at a time in a particular way? Do you want to volunteer in particular organizations? Do you want to make a business out of it? Do you want to figure out how you can create something people will pay for and then do that? All of those things are developing your voice and allow you to use the gifts and talents you have. The third part is to experiment with your voice. Now, I have a voice about discovering, developing, and manifesting your gifts. Another way to say that is making conscious and intentional choices about how you choose to be or show up or act in the world. I have another element that is about creating morning rituals so you prepare yourself powerfully to be who you want to be. I have another piece that focuses on that declaration. Who do you want to be? Making it clear and explicit. I have experimented with all kinds of ways to do that. As you know, I've written 15 books. I'm just almost done editing the book on forgiveness, which will be number 16 or 17. I don't know. But that's another way I'm experimenting. So I'm writing. I do this podcast. I have YouTube videos that I do. All of those things are available for anyone to do. Podcasts cost nothing or very little. Uh, Publishing, if you become your own publisher, I hate the word self-published, You can get a a mid-tier publisher that is a reasonable cost. You can self-publish, but the idea that you're somehow some basement publisher is not true. You can be a good publisher if you take the work to do it. And that's all experimenting. So I've been doing an experiment for several months about this podcast, uh, appearances that I'm doing. My point is it takes work, it takes action, it takes commitment, but it's all doable. So if you want to create your ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts, you got to figure out what your voice is. you got to own it, and you got to tie it to the mission that you feel called to do, and you got to develop it, which means get good at speaking or writing or videoing or whatever the mechanism is you choose to share and to use the voice that you have, and then you go out and experiment with it. Okay, I'm going to try this for two months, three months, six months, or a year, and see what it does. Am I reaching the people I want? Am I having any impact? Is this a good idea? 
There's all kinds of coaching and help available to get any of those parts done, finding your mission, developing your voice, or experimenting with it. Get the help you need. Otherwise, it can take five times as long as it needs to. You can get all this experimenting and all this stuff done five times faster if you get a good coach. And if you want to talk about it, I can talk about it with you. Or if you want to talk to somebody else, do it. But get the help you need so you can have the fulfillment of serving with your voice as you experiment with it. What is your voice is today's topic. And it's a powerful tool and focus as you develop your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on